My handle was Hoss. What years were you on AOL? I want to say 1995 to maybe 19... I mean, I'm still on AOL, but programming, I probably quit in 98 or 99. Probably 99 because I remember a program we wrote called Trinity 2000. We always used to date the programs one year ahead, you know, so they they were always, you know, viewed as the latest and greatest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I must have been doing it in 99 if I was naming them 2000. But right about then, I gave it up. Which programs did you make again? Off the top of my head, Mad Cow, Super Mad Cow, all the versions of it, Exorcist, Trinity. Um, I had a bunch of like punters and shit. There was like the Lazy Eye Punter and uh, boy, I don't even remember half the programs anymore. You said you started the chat room at the end. I, I do remember the end. Is that because... Um, was it was a cat bot or, or something kept kicking us out of the whereas rooms and shutting down the whereas rooms? We had to make new ones, right? You know what it was initially. Me and Liz used to go to the chat room Ghoul G O L, but then it, it got uh, everybody started going there. So I created another room for testing the programs, and that was the, the, the room called the End. But somehow it became wildly popular. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember it. It'd be like the end, the end two, the end three, and then there was like. There was a bunch because I think people just wanted to go somewhere to talk about programming and to trade different software, right? Yeah. That's so funny, man. Okay. So then is where'd you meet Lyft? Online somehow. Um, I guess if I remember correctly, there was this guy, he his he went by the name Ghoul Prez, like he was a president. Oh yeah, because the clubs had presidents, right? Back then? Yeah. Yes, and, me, and somehow me and Liz started fucking with this guy, and we got to know each other online, and we, we joined up to make these programs. But that's how it all started. That's really fun. How, how old were you back then? I was, I was older for the time. I want to say I was maybe 24 or 25. You know, a lot of the people using the programs were in their, early, you know, in their teens, but I was a little bit older. And I was younger back then. I think I was like, I don't know, 14 or 15, but like my parents had no, they were not involved at all. It was just kind of like, it was just the wild west of the internet. It was crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. So then you, you met Lyft and you made this program and then from, from there, did you make anything else or did you um, join any whereas groups or was that, was that uh, kind of, and did you get disinterested in it or? Yeah, not so much. I didn't really get into downloading programs very much. I was more into just writing programs and and doing that kind of stuff. I was I was big on the interfaces. I enjoyed making like the interface for the programs. Did you do programming like after like you left AOL or is I that didn't. just like the Oh really? So that's like the so you're like it was just that time in your life you were programming. That's so interesting. That was it. Yeah. I used to just I used to I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time just trying, you know, trial and error, see what works, what doesn't. And eventually I've, you know, got everything to start working. That's what also, you remember this dude called Trick Dead? No, I don't think so. Okay. He, uh, he used to be pretty good. He wrote a lot of shit in API and he used to give me, you know, code or whatever you want to call it. And a lot of times I take that and modify it and, you know, use it to suit my needs. Did you have like functions that were just like super, super long? Uh, 
Oh shit. I, don't modules. Even... I, used, I remember I used to have like my punting module or mass mailing module. It was like hundreds of lines of code with like a bunch of if thens and loops. And it was like, looking back on it, it was very, very poor programming. Cause like at any point, if anything broke, it would just kill everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I wasn't, I mean, even though the, I think the programs were decent for the time, I wasn't a very good programmer necessarily. I mean, like, for example, like on the intros where I had things moving, I used to go line by line, you know, um, I don't even remember. Move, the rotate, pick, right? It, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be like a like string or image that rotate and like you'd like 15 or 20, right? Exactly. Super easy shit. And I just copy and paste, copy and paste. And then I'd add time intervals and move stuff. And it was a really barbaric way to do it, but it worked. Yeah, I used to do that too. That that that's That's so interesting that like everybody... Because I mean, Visual Basic, like, I remember it was like expensive back then, but like, I know I was, I think I got my hand on a pirated copy of it, but it was, it was fun. I, I don't know. I used to write stuff. We, my brother and I wrote something and like, it would literally just delete, like it would delete C colon backslash windows. <laughs> we thought it was hilarious. Um, and then we would send it to people and call it like playboy.exe. We thought, we thought it was so funny. And like, <laughs> and cause it was like windows three, one, it would like, literally go and just try to delete everything and see come back just windows <laughs> oh, I know. yeah i remember writing those programs and trying to keep them under three megs because otherwise it took way too long to download i mean three megs your computer will do that in about a second now yeah that's true yeah it used to be like half an hour do you remember like the like did it were you using like different combinations of characters to punt no, I mean, like punning, I used to remember there was this thing where you could invite people to something. And if you sent them a bunch of them fast enough, it would close out their chat room window. Yeah, there's two different things. There was like, you could send them an IM with a, with a bunch of HTML. That was one way. And yeah, then there was like, you would invite them to a room, I think. It was like a was room something, invite or something. Something like that. What I used to do is my program, I called it ponting. So I would send them an IM with a bunch of HTML and then I would invite them to a room and then I'd send them an IM with a bunch of HTML. So like I found out if I like, if I interchange those at an interval, it would be much, it would be like super effective. Uh, it was kind of cool. Yeah, I used to mess around with the IM punting. It, was, it wasn't as effective as those invites. I wish I could remember what it was all about. It was like a feature AOL added but I don't remember what exactly it was all about. I'm glad you reminded me about that. We'll, we'll have to figure that out, uh, some people. But um, yeah, it has something to do with inviting. I definitely remember that. So then you made the programs and then what you hung out in the rooms with the the with the, the whereas folks and or just, or was there a separate room just for programming? Um, I mostly, I mostly, I got away from the, the whereas rooms and started, you know, hanging out in the ghoul chat room and then the end. I kind I kind of removed myself from all the uh, all that stuff. Why? I just wanted to focus on writing programs. Okay. Did you ever end up in any chat rooms with any any like guides or anything? What's that? Did I destroy any chat rooms that had no, guides? Did, did you end up in any chat rooms with, with with guides where like I don't know you were causing havoc and then the guy the guide came in and everyone like rejoiced because the guide was there and then and wow. then you would like lay waste to the guide <laughs> oh, oh hell yeah um was i gonna say yeah remember that shit like if you really if you really drove them crazy the toss advisor would come into the room then you knew you were in deep shit 
Yeah, the toss. What was up with that? Yeah, there was the toss yeah, advisor and then the guy. He just had a button to like kill you. <laughs> and they, they could terminate your account too, right? On one click. And, and then yeah. you show up with another account. <laughs> yeah, I think the guides like had to go through a procedure, but I think the toss advisor just had a big red button that he pushed. That's so funny. Yeah, he'd wipe you out. Did you ever hear about overhead accounts or ever hear about OH accounts or anything? I did. Um, I never, I, I got access to them a couple times just because someone would give me a password or something, but I never had them for any length of time. I'd wind up getting them deleted. Do you remember like what the features were of those? Like why they were better? Well, I remember you could scroll endlessly. I, I want to say that was probably the biggest feature that I knew of. Do you remember a chat room called Whoville? No, I don't. Holy shit. Well, someone, I'm sure a lot of people do, because that's where all the guides hung out. Oh, really? Yeah, but they used to spell it W-H-O-V-I-I, no, uppercase I, uppercase I-E. Oh, and you, Yeah, you go into that, and it was like the special AOL guide room, and you go in there, you'd almost get wiped out immediately. They, they could tell you weren't part of their group. That's so funny. So yeah, some people has got to remember that. Huh, interesting. So what, what else do you remember from the time? Oh, man. Well, I know I wasted way too much time on there doing this. I, wait, I, I had probably two solid years of drinking beer and writing programs. Seemed like the more fucked up I got, the more talented I got at programming. There are some programmers that actually, like, I used to have a roommate like that. Like, he would drink and he would just program. It was crazy. Yeah, it seemed to enhance my abilities. I don't. I have no idea why. Probably just because I didn't give up. I just kept trying. A lot of programming is trial and error. So. Yeah, that's how I did it. Just what works and what doesn't. But ultimately, I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it back then really was just trial and error, and it it was it was kind of strange because like that you were just writing it for fun. It was like recreational, right? Yeah, but then then there were some people that had those decompilers. I don't know if you remember a program, I think it was called Hellraiser or something like that. That that dude like decompiled Mad Cow and just added his own uh it took out Mad Cow and added his name to it. Oh. It was it was hilarious because I decompiled then I decompiled his program and saw all my code and shit in there. And I'm like, you motherfucker. But whatever. Yeah, I had people that would uh use a hex editor and they'd edit my program and put their own name in it and replace mine. Right. Yeah, that was happening. So then I figured out if you spelled your name using the C, using CHR to, to define the ASCII character, so you do like CHR1 for the letter A, and you do like plus CHR2 for B, and you eventually get to spell your name. So I'd, I'd, if I like, if it's something really important, I would spell it out with the CHR concatenation, and then folks couldn't edit my name with the hex editor. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it was well, once, it, once it happened to me, I was so mad too. So, <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, I used uh, I was it was called Dodie's decompiler that was going around for a while, and then you could decompile programs, and then you could take people's code and then use it, you know, as your own. I want to say that's the exact same program I used, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was a good one. It, it worked. Then people figured out how to like protect themselves from getting decompiled. It was this whole this whole cat and mouse game with it, decompiling. Yeah, I remember that. Did you um, ever get into subclassing at all? No, not really. At one point, I had a, a program that would put a Visual Basic text box over the password 
input box and AOL. So then the end user, if they got my malware, they would actually be typing into my text box. And then yeah. my, tex my text box, it had like a little uh, like watcher on it. And every time you typed in my text box, it would update the real AOL text box behind it. <laughs> and then oh. like, when it and then as soon as they logged in, it would like email my, my, my free Juno email address and I'd get fishes. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I never really got that much into that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I don't know. I used to a lot of I I used to do the uh, the fake accounts and all that, but I used to use somebody else's program to do it. I don't remember which program it was, but I had a bunch of fakes that way. Did you make the fakes uh, with the the credit card generator thing, or did you do fishes? Yeah, no, I want to say in the very beginning, AOL had a uh, a credit card generator, and it actually worked. So you know oh, you get yeah. a you get a fake account, it would either last a month or last until you told the guy to go fuck themselves, then you're, you'd lose that account. That's so funny. You know, later I work, I actually ended up working in AOL. They purchased an online music company. I worked for that online music company. And I would hear stories about the people who had subscriptions to AOL, but didn't even use the service. They'd be like, like, well, I need virus protection. So I bought AOL so I don't get any viruses. But like, they don't, they don't even own a computer, you know? <laughs> they were just like right oh. next to thought it was going to help them with healthcare. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back then it was crazy. Nobody, I mean, nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. Sorry, it was, as far as like people in chat rooms and stuff, they were pretty clueless. Yeah. Fishing the new user chat room, like literally half the people would reply and give me their password. And that's back before like they even had the disclaimer. And even when they put the disclaimer at the bottom of the IMs, people still gave you the password. That's too funny. Yeah. But what's really yeah. weird is that like, it's the same shit today. Fishing, it's the exact same and people still fall for it. You know, isn't that funny? Yeah, you know, my, my father, my father's getting older. He's like 70 now and he falls for that shit. He doesn't understand why all these young girls keep trying to be his friend on Facebook. I'm like, dad, they're trying to scam you. But he don't get it. He thinks they want to be his girlfriend. Oh man. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it, it, it sucks, man. Like trying to teach old people about it. They just, they just don't get it. And fortunately, it's a numbers game, right? You just blast enough people, right? Yeah, exactly. So what, what, what else did you get into back then? I was mostly just writing, writing those programs. And, uh, you know, I, down, I, 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 I was fans of other people. Do you remember, um, what the hell was the dude's name? He made a program called Sonic Boom and uh, uh, the one before the terror was his name. Oh, yeah? I think, I think maybe I remember that. I used to, like, idolize that guy. And every once in a while, he talked to me. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. I was probably chatting with some 14-year-old kid and didn't know it, but whatever. Yeah, right? Did you ever yeah. meet the, the guy that made AOL, the Chronic, or anything? No, never had. I got the program, but I never knew who wrote it or anything. Yeah, that was amazing. That, that, like, that changed everything. Yeah, every time I hear that friggin' song, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it takes me back to that program. It's so funny. I wonder what happened to that guy. I don't know. Yeah, I saw something on the uh, Facebook page. Someone asking who that guy was. I don't know. I, he seemed to like disappear. Yeah, I know. yeah. Someone said that they like talked to him once or something, and he got they got a copy. I don't know if that's true, but I, maybe I'll try to track him down. We'll see. I think Wired magazine talked to him, and apparently he made the program because he was mad at AOL for some reason. And so he decided this was like his revenge to AOL because AOL likes basically made it so he could never get in an account or something like that. They banned him uh, for life. And so this was like his revenge or something, supposedly. That's too funny. Remember, we, dude, we all used to hate AOL back then, but we were on it constantly. 
Yeah. <laughs> it <made> no sense. <laughs> that, that, that's really true. We complained about that. We complained about Steve Case and like. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> I don't even know why, but like we just kind of like all hopped in the bandwagon. It was yeah, cool. exactly. Exactly. That's really funny, man. Yeah, I remember when I first started, it was like three bucks an hour. I used to get like $500 a month AOL bills. Um, and then you made it unlimited. I remember I made a redialer that would keep dialing until it got you through. Oh, yeah. I used to, I started calling other area codes. And at that oh, time, yeah. I, I didn't understand that that would cost money for my parents. And my parents got like a $150 phone bill because I was calling like the, the next city over. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because I guess they were just modem banks, right? So they had to have like enough open ports or whatever, right? Yeah. Weren't we using like 288K modems or some bullshit like that? I don't even remember. Yeah. And then 56K was like the game changer. And then there's something that made 56K faster from like US Telecom. Yeah. But the beauty of it is once you kick somebody offline, it took them forever to get back online. Um, oh, yeah. yeah That's so right. I used, yeah. Yeah. I used to really enjoy destroying chat rooms just by kicking everybody off. Yeah. Right. Did you ever use Sub7? No, I never heard of it. Uh, it was their first remote Trojan. You could, did you ever play Ultima online? No. Okay. It was like, I guess the guy made it for that, but basically he wanted to like steal people's gear. I guess all of your gear in the game was written to a file on the disc on your hard drive. So he basically would drop this Trojan of people's machines and then he would connect to them remotely and he could do stuff like print to your printer, open your CD-ROM drive, or he could steal files from you. And so he would steal people's equipment and then like, you know, be like, I'm awesome or whatever in the game, right? Oh, it's funny. Yeah, I never, uh, I never got into that. I basically, I, you know what? I remember when I got out of it, it was about the time that everybody switched over to IRC. It was an internet relay chat or something or other. Yeah. I never really got into that. So I want to say I, I was getting away from AOL at that time. Okay, yeah, I remember everybody was kept saying AOL was lame, AOL was dead, and um, IRC. And I, I did actually switch to IRC for a little while around that time. And then I realized IRC was way better. I, I realized that AOL scene, compared to the IRC scene, it made me feel like like maybe I, I wasn't so cool. I don't know. <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, had, I had given up on it by that point. I want, I want to say last the last program I... Um, the last version of AOL I'd written a program for was 3.0. So oh, whatever really? came, yeah. So whatever came after that, I wasn't involved. Okay. Yeah. So I left. I left way later. Like I think AOL six or something. So oh, yeah, two point five and three is what I was involved in. Got it. Okay. So you were there pretty pretty early in the in the scene and stuff. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh shit! I just saw that fate. Remember fate? Yeah. I hated that program. Oh yeah. Really- because it was so popular yeah i thought it was shit what was that magus or magus or something yeah like yeah i it's funny i i actually I had, a, I had a lot of strong feelings against it too because it was so popular exactly <laughs> it's the only reason why i didn't like it because it was so popular that that's funny it was yeah mangus and someone else i don't know oh shit yeah i can't remember who his partner was um like fungi or something i don't know yeah i think that was it remember that program what was it called was w-a-a-s yeah. Remember? Was that a group or a program? I forget. That was a program, but I can't remember who wrote it. But I remember I was big on that program. Like I said, there were a few, there were a few um, Sonic Boom and uh, Stormfront, I think it was called. I, I was a big fan of that guy. 
you know, they were, I guess they were the inspiration a little bit. Right, right. There's but kind yeah. of like two phases, right? Like there's a, the phase where you're programming and refining your craft. And then there's the phase where you have to show off your program, right? And just wreak havoc. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's when I like re-entered Ghoul or the end. I'd release my program in there and then it would take off from there. So how would you release it? Um, ask any, ask people that were in there that knew who I was, if they wanted it. And, you know, a lot of people said, yes, yeah, so I'd send it to them and they'd send it to other people. And it just spread from there. Did the end ever get shut down or? The end get shut down? Yeah. Did like AOL shut down the room at all or? I want to say they did, but I just, I don't remember clearly. I don't know. I know that, um, I want to say super mad cow was like AOL had a list of known viruses and super mad cow was listed as one of them. Oh, really? Is this yeah. a virus? How, yeah. how, how would they even know you're running it? I, I have no idea. It was just on their list of known viruses. Like they determined it was a virus. And I think it was just to probably get people to not download it. it I mean, obviously it wasn't a virus. I didn't even know how to write a virus. Like in the email client, it would say it was a virus? AOL had like a list. Like you'd go to, like you went to a keyword that would list all the viruses that they knew of. And it was on that list. Remember the keywords? Yeah, I do. Those are those are interesting. Yeah, that's long gone. Well, it's all like, long gone. Does AOL even have chat rooms anymore? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't. Even, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I was in a chat room. To be honest. Same here. And you know what? If I was in one, I wouldn't even bother participating because, you know, what? back then it was really cool to talk to people. I don't give a shit anymore. I wouldn't really want to talk to them. It's funny. It is you're, funny. Times but, change. Because you're you're setting your ways now. Yeah, I'm getting older. I, I, I read the news and get all pissed off about it. That's that's about the extent of it. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, I, I gotta I gotta sit down and give this all some thought and try and remember. But I tell you what, that was like the highlight of my life. It's sad to say, but man, I had the best time back then. I did that's- too. It was I don't know what it was, because maybe because the internet was new, talking to other people, right? And then what do you think it was back then that made it so exciting? It was a new concept back then. Prior to that, you would never talk to somebody who lived on the other side of the country or the world. It was just cool at the time. I know I certainly had a blast back then. For some reason, when I first, my brother actually got AOL before I did. And I used to use his computer. He used to get all pissed off at me. It was three bucks an hour. But yeah, dude, I was just like, it was like crack. I was just instantly hooked. And I, I really couldn't tell you why. I think it's like, have you ever read Ender's Game by any chance? I have not. It's a science fiction book. And I, I never read science fiction. This is the only science fiction book I've read, but it was like, I think it's actually like rated like the best science fiction book ever. But uh, I don't know, it's really, it's really cool. But it reminded me of something from that where like, there's this one part in the book, they're super focused on something and they're trying again and again, and they keep failing and they keep failing and they keep failing. And then they finally succeed. And I feel like all that trial and error and then just they're like, yes, I did it. And like, whenever you get your program to work, and then you get to kind of show it off to everybody and everyone's excited for you for like your accomplishment. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I could explain. I mean, I will say this much. This is kind of interesting is because of the programs I wrote. I remember there used to be a chat room called Buffalo, New York, and they had like a party at some bar and me and a buddy went to it just for the hell of it. And dude, I must have made out with like five different chicks, most of them ugly. <laughs> and I was drunk, though. But um. Then, then uh, this this girl who was in the, normally went to the Buffalo chat room started instant messaging me and wanted to meet, and I'm like, fuck, you know, I don't I don't want to meet chicks off the internet. That's that's pretty lame, uh, but I did, 
and uh, we're married. So, what? They, wait, they're married? Or you were married? We are married. Yeah, the the girl I met on a AOL chat room, and, and that's pretty messed up, kind of, but it worked out. Oh wow! Okay, so this is the Buffalo New York chat room, and everyone said there was gonna be a party at some bar, like it was a party for the chat room. Yes, that's really went, cool. Yeah, I, I used to be super ashamed of it. Like on our wedding day, the priest asked us asked me wh- how we met. I told him some bullshit story. And then afterwards, I felt bad because I was in a church and I was lying. So I'm like, oh, wait, I got to tell you the truth, but don't tell nobody. Wait, wait. So you, you met your wife in the Buffalo, New York chat room? That's true. Yes. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like I said, I was ashamed of it for a long time, though, because that isn't the way you picked up pics back then. No, 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 no. I mean, now it's totally normal, right? Like that's what right. it's that's what like the younger kids do. They I forget I know, they they like they swipe right or swipe left or whatever. I don't know. I I I um kind of some of my coworkers uh, are on those those dating apps and like it's crazy like the the way they meet people now. At least it is in my mind. <laughs> it is crazy. But it's it's kind of funny though. I mean, right? But because you guys, you know, you met your wife wife online, and then now you're saying that's crazy. But I think it's more crazy because it, it's it's now it's like totally accepted, right? And that's what it's all about. Whereas back then it was kind of frowned upon, right? Like you met oh, on yeah. the internet, you nerd, you know? Yeah, you fucking nerd. You gotta go on the internet to find chicks. You're a loser. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of what. So I I tried to keep it quiet. That's funny. That's great. Are you still together? Yeah, yeah. We have a daughter. We've been married. Uh, I don't, I have no idea, like 20 years. That's awesome. It's kind of, So then do you, you impart any knowledge to the rest of your family for online safety? You mean as far as not uh, falling for scams or whatnot? Yeah. I try to, you know, I mean, I'm sure you got parents as well that they'll get a message thinking that it's real and you got to tell them, Hey, this is not real. That sort of thing. Yeah. My kids and stuff, I definitely teach them about phishing, what information you shouldn't give out online and like that kind of stuff too. There's, cause there's a lot of like, you know, bad people online. That time was so innocent. A lot of it was kind of innocent. Maybe there was more shady stuff going on than I'm, than I'm aware of, but I don't know. Yeah, same. I don't I don't know what was going on back then as far as like, you know, perverts and shit like that. Yeah, supposedly I heard there was like some chat rooms and then like, AOL wouldn't shut those down, but they were shutting down the wearers rooms. And so it made people like furious. So they'd go in there and they would just kick off all the pedos and stuff. Cause ah. like no, cause no one was doing anything about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the mass mailings, like the, the, the gift rooms, you'd go in there and the, you'd get all this pornography on your computer. You could download, they'd flood your mailbox with it. Yeah. That was kind of weird. That was the early, that was, that might have even been before you were on there. It was in the early, early days. I remember I, I got my first computer and I downloaded a bunch of that stuff and then I got a virus or something and I took my computer back to the guy that I bought it from and like he saw my wallpaper which was like a big fucking naked ass on my screen he's like what are you doing with this computer and I'm like I'm using AutoCAD so it was, it was just pretty funny you could see what I was up to that's so funny yeah yeah so I mean I wound up I got my first computer from a guy that used to used to go to this place and buy all the parts and then put them together. And then I, you know, that's how I got my first computer. So how long were you in the, the scene then back then? I want to say maybe, uh, maybe four years, three or four years. I started to, I started to grow up a little bit and lose interest after a while. I was, I was in college at the time. I just finished that up and I started, you know, a girlfriend at the time and yeah, things, 
I just started, I just stopped messing with uh, the programs and stuff. After you left AOL, were you still into computers or, or like, were you, because it sounds like, you know, you still like do BitTorrent, but like your career and stuff, did you end up doing stuff related to computers or, or, not, or not at all? No, I didn't. I, uh, I was going to school um, for electrical engineering. Um, I graduated, wound up getting into the electrical union, and uh, I've been doing that ever since. So I don't really have any, my job doesn't really, you know, have anything to do with computers. Right on. Yeah, a lot of people I talked to, they, that was just like a time in their life they did that and then they kind of just like hung up their reins, you know? Yeah, it's pretty much what happened. It's just, you know how it is with hobbies or things like this. One day you're kind of like, all right, I'm done with this. And that's, that's pretty much how it ended. I'm just like, I don't, I don't have any interest in this anymore. And I stopped. But I tell you what, that was like the highlight of my life. It's sad to say, but man, I had the best time back then.